What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Mac and Schmitty in the morning on Star 105.7. Movies, music, and all the gossip in one place. It's the Celebrity Scoop on Star 105.7. Well, it is official. The writers will be back to work this morning after more than five months of striking WGA have voted to end the strike. Yesterday, yesterday they approved the three-year deal with the AMPTP, and it became effective just after midnight this morning. That means that writers can officially start working on Hollywood productions as early as today. Now, the ratification, ratification vote is not until next week, but it is expected to fully pass. Some of those big problems they had seem to have been worked out. Some of the pay increases they wanted were hit. Limits on AI. That was a big one. And they have promised AI cannot actually go back and rewrite what writers have worked on. Also, more guaranteed jobs in writer rooms. This is a very, very big deal. So this is going to be a good, good thing if you've been hoping that some new TV was going to be coming our way. Yeah, by and large, I always think, you know, whenever something like this comes up, the biggest corporations, the big studios have all the leverage there. But I got to be honest, Betty, it kind of looks like the writers won this one. And remember, Hollywood is still not fully reopened because SAG-AFTRA is still striking. So I would not be surprised to see some WGA members on the side with them as well. Really, really poignant moment last night for the season 32 shocking debut of Dancing with the Stars. Of course, we lost Len Goodman, one of the series regulars on the panel for almost all of their previous 31 seasons. Host Alfonso Ribeiro had a really touching moment where they decided to rename the Mirror Ball. We miss you, buddy. We miss everything about you. Uh, This show is not the same without you, but we're going to try to forge on because I know that's what you'd want us to do. Um, But we miss you. Len is the best. Len, you are the best. This is to you up in heaven. I know you're smiling down tonight. He said, though, Len is certainly irreplaceable. We want to keep his spirit alive. He'll always be going forward with us. And as a tribute to him, we have redesigned and renamed our ultimate prize. That's pretty cool way of doing it. I mean, and it's really beautifully. So, yeah. yeah. And finally, ooh, President Biden's pups have struck again. Looks like this time his pup commander has bitten what sounds like another Secret Service agent. The story just coming out. His... 11th victim, if this turns out to be true. Uh, According to a spokesperson, they confirmed one of the Secret Service had been bitten around 8 p.m. Monday night and had to be treated by medical professionals. Circumstances haven't been disclosed, but it is proving to be quite troubling as President Biden and his wife have been talking about all of the different ways they've been trying to get the dogs trained because there have been quite a few issues with Secret Service, even guests uh, with the two dogs. I mean... They got to be the only dogs I know of that have their own Secret Service detail. So if any dogs are going to bite Secret Service members, it's got to be those dogs, right? But like every single first family has had (laughs) 
animals, and we haven't really heard or seen kind of the issues German like this. Now. So I don't want—I wasn't gonna—I don't want to no, dog just, on any breeds. It wasn't I'm just, a breed, we gotta talk about <laughs> you know, guys. Get under control here. All of your celeb scoop at WestMichiganStar.com. You know, we try to keep the toilet talk to a minimum, Schmitty, but I literally got to go at this right now because. I saw this and it, it almost bothered me because of my own personal home situation here. What do you feel is the ideal number of squares to use for every uh, use of the bathroom? Now, of course. Ugh, we're getting close to potty training with my two-year-old and I'm very, very much dreading this practice. Well, you should be because uh, that's what I'll get to about my kids because... I think, you know, obviously everyone feels the same way. You got to have enough to do the job. Right. Let's just get that out of the way. You and it depends have on the kind of toilet paper. There's very different, there's apply situation here. Because when you said five squares is ideal, yeah. I don't count. It is a, it's a feel to me. Agreed. Agreed. Like you that's just, a, you got to know. That's a good yeah. point right there. I don't, you don't, I've never counted squares. You're not putting math into your bathroom no. activities is what you're trying no. to tell me. Yeah. I don't blame you for that. Although I will say that it's half art, half science. That being said, uh, five squares seemed uh, seemed like kind of right on par for me. But I uh, I asked somebody else about it. They're like, what? Who's going to be able to handle their business with five squares? That's never enough. And then I immediately thought of my children. Mm. Why is it that the smallest people in my home with the tiniest booties and the tiniest, you know, booty yeah. problems are the ones using all the toilet paper, Schmitty? I don't know, because my five-year-old is really good about it. Just like little dainty amounts He's, of toilet we've paper? Never, I couldn't believe it. We've never had an issue. Okay, you know, uh, uh, number, number two or number ones don't require a lot of toilet paper no matter who you are. However, I have seen half rolls go into the toilet <gasps> for my standing up son. Like, I don't know what kind of mess you made in there that needs that kind of cleanup That's crew. Insane. I'm just saying, I have toilets get clogged in my home probably minimum twice a week. And it is Never my wife and I. It's never because that's wife what and I. scares me. Getting like a clog out when you have to call a plumber is expensive. Yeah, we haven't had that. And happen I yet. have heard from a few friends that are like, "There's nothing worse than him, your plumber going." You got to have a conversation about how much toilet paper you're using. <laughs> I don't know if I've felt the dad fire run through me yeah. more than the thoughts of, that I have of like Ooh. creating my billion dollar business where I limit the amount of toilet paper mm -hmm. that anyone is allowed to take at any given point in time. I'm looking to patent that. They can do it on booze bottles. Right. I don't understand it's, like the little things that you shake and it won't let you use more. But five squares, you feel like that's enough? You think it's the I over the know. under? I don't know. I don't count them. Oh, okay. Well, like, and, and feel... I also feel like there is not, is there a universal size of square? I also think True. that varies between brand. This I, is a very complicated conversation I, I to I have. I want to say they're all like three by fours or five by I don't fours. Think I don't so. know. I personally. Now I'm interested to know that. Question. I'm a Costco shopper. <laughs> that's where we get all of our paper products. Right, and right, right. I can tell you that it is definitely not five squares and I'm perfectly fine. All right. Let's hit these lines here. 616-458-1057. Uh, Alyssa, is five squares enough? Yeah, I think five squares is about it. It's like, you know, not too much, not too little, but just enough so you have enough bulk to get everything you need. She's with you bulk. 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 There's the Costco in you. Yeah, not too much, not yeah. too little. She's got the, the Goldilocks theory on okay. it. Uh, Avon from Grand Rapids, five enough, Avon? Ew, five squares, no way. Um, literally, I make little teeny tiny mittens out of my toilet paper. <laughs> um, so it's like boxing gloves. Um, <laughs> you, you just got to be clean, you know? You can't use five squares. Come on now.
Now, she sounds like somebody that has a clogged toilet every single day. Yvonne, I'm sorry, honey. I don't want to be hearing toilet mittens. I I don't (laughs) think that's... That's a lot. And like, depending on the age of your home, your pipes are not going to be able to handle that. I got to be honest. I think my kids could insulate a house with the amount of toilet paper that's going down the pipes in my place right there. Is five enough? 616-458-1057. You want to weigh in? Get a good feeling. Yeah. Let's break into something positive right now. Feeling good on Start 105.7. Good morning to you. It's Mac and Schmitty. And, you know, I love doing stories like this, Schmitty, because it gives me hope. It gives me that glimmer, that lightning chance. Because today's Powerball drawing, the eighth largest in history, $835 million. That's almost a billion, but it's not about becoming a billionaire, maybe even a millionaire. I'd be happy to settle for a thousandaire like this woman right here, Schmitty. And like me, She's got that pile of papers at her house that she's got no idea what's in it. We've all got one of those. There's a stash of stuff that you place somewhere that is all the like, I'll get to this later paperwork. Just went through mine last night. It's it's always depressing, I feel like, when I go through it because it's mostly bills. However, for this 75-year-old woman from Springfield, Virginia, who, of course, wanted to remain anonymous... She had purchased a lottery ticket back on July 19th when you might remember a 1.08 billion Powerball uh, drawing was up for grabs and bought by one guy in California, one individual ticket. Well, she kind of forgot about it for months since July. She had forgotten about it until yesterday when she called the office to let them know, hey, I think I might have won $100,000. Random ticket, chilling in her pile of papers. How long do you have to... You have six months, I believe. As a matter oh, of fact, the, uh, the last two massive winners, I think it was $1.6 billion and $1 billion, something crazy like that. Neither one of them have claimed them yet. They have no idea who won those prizes yet because mm. they're hopefully doing the smart thing and calling their accountants and everything else. Right. That being said, imagine not finding it until after it expired. I mean, you'd, you'd hate yourself forever. There's yeah. nothing you could do. Whew, so tonight... Don't let those lotto tickets but go to waste. But she won the hundred hundred thousand dollars. It did not expire. No, she no, was no, no, good no, to no. go. You yeah, got okay. six months to get it, but she like, almost forgot it in that whoa. pile of papers that you do. So this is a really cool story about once again the power and good that Helen DeVos Children's Hospital does. A West Michigan teen getting the chance to learn from a professional wake surfer thanks to the connections the hospital has made. So Jacob Radlinski was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma last spring. He was 17. It started as a lot of our stories do. He had just finished up a track meet running for West Catholic. He noticed what he thought was a cold was just not going away. He wasn't kicking it. He felt really lighthearted or lightheaded, excuse me, very short of breath. And so after a few visits to his doctor, they sent him to the emergency room where a large lump was found in Jacob's chest. That's when doctors gave them the diagnosis and immediately started him in treatment. Six rounds of chemo and time as an inpatient at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital does mean that now Jacob is on the road to recovery. But during that recovery, they came up with a great idea. Hospital officials have connected with a national group that links up young adult patients with mentors from all across the country. They knew that Jacob loved boats loved being out on a boat, and most of all, loved wake surfing. So they paired him up with the CEO of Malibu Boats, as well as a professional wake surfer who came and spent a pure Michigan day with Jacob and his family. He tells Wood TV 8, it was so unexpected. Actually have them come in person and spend the day with them. That was, I was not expecting that at all. That was 
That was super cool. A really big surprise. And that feel-good part of things was a huge part of his recovery. Jacob is now at Notre Dame, where he is close to one year cancer-free. And just another one of those moments that goes to show we are so lucky to have Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. They reach so far beyond that building to make sure that patients are getting the best care inside and out. Yeah, you're not kidding. And to be one year, close to one year. Almost one year cancer-free. Yeah, big deal. Fantastic. All right, feeling good. Always here to share stories that'll lift you up just like that one. All right, we'll do it again this morning at 920 here on Stabato 5.7. Movies, music, and all the gossip in one place. It's the Celebrity Scoop on Star 105.7. Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, a.k.a. Taylor's new BF, is being painted a cheater by one of his exes. But sources close to the NFL star say she's full of it and just trying to grab her 15 minutes of fame. So Maya Benberry, who won Travis's E! dating show, in case you didn't know, he had a show called Catching Kelsey back in 2016 where he was set up with women, just did an interview with the Daily Mirror calling Kelsey a cheater and issuing a warning to Taylor saying, Taylor seems like such a fun girl with a beautiful spirit, so I wish her the best of luck, but I wouldn't be a girl's girl if I didn't advise her to be smart. Adding, once a cheater, always a cheater. Now, sources are coming to the defense of Kelsey, saying the two only dated for a month after the show wrapped. They just couldn't publicly announce their split because of a contract they had in place with the network. Sources say Travis never cheated on Maya, and for her to speak about this five years later is a poor excuse of someone trying to get her 15 minutes of fame. Honestly, these guys are doomed from the start, though, Schmidt. It's reality TV. That's not stopping Taylor at all, though. Big announcement from her yesterday that the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie will be going worldwide. Writing on Instagram, the tour isn't the only thing we're taking worldwide. Excited to tell you the Eras Tour concert film is now officially coming to theaters around the world on October 13th. This is huge. She is teaming up with the Odeon Theaters, which is the biggest chain across all of Europe alone. So girlfriend is going to be massing some major money on this. I don't know if I've ever heard of a concert film garnering this much buzz or or is expected to make this much money. They're talking between like 80 and $125 million oh, for opening weekend. Easily. Uh, that will hit worldwide theaters October 13th. Kanye West is working on a new solo album. This is very interesting. And sources say it's going to be incredibly good because Ye is in a, quote, truly great headspace and has actually been putting songs out at a pretty rapid pace. If you believe these sources, he put 10 new tracks together last week alone. Now, it's been more than two years since he released a project. It was 2021's Donda, but we're hearing that the music will be closer to the old Kanye, less political theatrics, which is very interesting if you believe the fact that at some point he's going to throw his hat back into the 2024 presidential ring. Uh, Another big best friend and collaborator of his, Ty Dolla Sign, has been in the studio a ton. So according to these sources, he's really hoping that this is an ability to bounce back from all the bad press that he's had. And he's taking his time with this in order to get back to the quality his reputation used to hold. 
And that's what everybody wants. Everybody loved Kanye He's forever. He had so songwriter. many good albums yeah, in the absolutely. last several years, not so much. Yeah. Finally, the writer's strike has come to an end. That's right. WGA leadership did vote yesterday to end the strike, approving a new three-year deal with the AMPTP. That means as of midnight last night, writers could go back to work. They are expected on set as early as today. This is a big deal. They got a lot of what they were looking for, most notably pay increases, limits on AI, and more guaranteed jobs in writer writers' rooms. So if you were nervous and you're thinking, where's my TV? My movies, a lot of movie premieres were being put on hold. Everything is back. At least on that end, don't forget SAG-AFTRA is still on strike. Well, that's the part that I actually think about with this deal getting done, whether it helps or hurts them. Because you could look at it like, well, it shows you that a strike works and that they're willing to negotiate ultimately. Or you could say, well, now they're about to get late night television shows back, reality television shows back. They need us even less now and the strike will be less effective because of this. We'll see how that looks. You talk late night shows. Is it interesting if you have nobody from Hollywood that will appear on there? Maybe. All of your celeb scoop at westmichiganstar.com. It's back in Schmitty, and honestly, uh, if I wasn't following you, at Schmidt in the Mitt on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all the good stuff, uh, I would have never noticed you wearing sandals. If you didn't say a word about it, yeah. I'm not. I'm just that oblivious dude who was not going to notice, but I did notice a little bit of a limp going on over there. What's up? Yeah, wearing sandals today because I couldn't fit my swollen foot into a shoe. You know when you're trying to be that parent that's creating some really great core memories, and if it's with kids... It's either good or bad. There's no middle ground on this. Right. And my son has been begging me. I've talked about this on the show, begging me to put Halloween decorations up. And we've slowly done a few at a time. But yesterday afternoon, he gets home from school. It's kind of overcast. It's not grayed out anyway. And I said, let's do this. We're going to put everything else up. The lights outside, the skeletons in the trees. And he was just so excited. And so my daughter was a part of this as well. And I think that's really where things went off the tracks. <laughs> This was a really hard afternoon. She kept like fleeing with pumpkins, running towards the busy road. Will at one point charged a neighbor with a skeleton to be funny, but actually terrified them. I just, I was completely drained at the end of this. My husband's cooking dinner. I'm like, everybody back inside. We can't be trusted to have good things. I get it. So take on that like stress level I already have from not going the way I had planned. Right. And I'm getting their art table ready because Chris is like, I'm, you know, falling a little behind on dinner. Give me a few more minutes. I said, perfect. I'm going to have them color. I'm going to do some homework with Will. They have this art table that we keep in the corner. As I pull it out, right, I'm already stressed. As I pull it out, it catches on the rug and slips from my hand and cracks down on all five of my toes. Ooh, it's stubbing your foot when you're, when you're, okay, first off, you never are madder than that moment right after you stub your toes and your foot on something. Yeah. To be already mad going into right. that moment is nuclear and level threat. It's not a stub toe. This, the table fell toe. on my Ooh. foot. It fell right at like the base of my toes. Yeah. And I just, you know, the best way I described it to a friend of mine last night who was trying to talk me off the ledge. Right. You know that carnival game where you swing the hammer to try and get the light to hit the bell? Mm-hmm. That. Only I smashed through the bell and it was like steam coming out of my ears. And it I was walk, Looney Tunes uh, cartoons where it I, shoots up to the oh moon. Oh my yeah. gosh. I just had hit my limit. <laughs> I walk into the kitchen and I am shoulder heaving, sobbing. Oh. It's just everything coming out. My foot is throbbing. Did anyone dare ask you and if you were okay? Chris had this look of absolute oh, petrified fear. That's a trap. He was like, 
you know, why don't you go upstairs for a few minutes? I'm going to bring you a glass of wine. Even that was risky, man. And I'm just like, and I can see both of my kids have come into the kitchen (laughs) wide-eyed because they saw all of it happen. Yeah. And I somehow like collected myself and I like dried my tears and I went, oh, okay. So we were going to do some art. And Will goes, are you okay, mom? This is my five-year-old. I said, "Mm mm-hmm. Buddy, that just, it hurt really bad. And sometimes when things hurt that bad, we cry, right? It kind of helps us feel a little better. He goes, yeah. Next time, you should ask me to get the table because I'm a lot stronger than you. <laughs> How's he doing today? Or so is, how long will it take for his wounds I to heal? I went upstairs and said, Chris, I'll take that glass of wine. And they oh. are, they're bruised today. They're swollen. I can't bend them all the way. I don't think I broke them. Man. But they hurt so bad. And I just, like, the child injury, the, the kid injuries you get that you're never expecting, right? Like, I had a friend of mine bruise the underside of her foot bone, wherever that bone is, like, on your arch, yeah. from a Lego. She had to go to the doctor because she stepped on a Lego that did so much damage to her foot, she had to have it looked at. Guarantee that podiatrist was like, you know, I see this all the time. You got yes! Yes! <laughs> Ah, this was a Lego Lego, not a Duplo, right? That one really inflicts the damage. I just, kid injuries are something different. I would love to know if your kids inadvertently injured you. A toy, something they accidentally did. I love when they run past me so fast I fall over because they're right at my, like, knee level. Two weeks ago, Schmitty, uh, we were actually letting the kids help us with dinner, and my daughter was chopping vegetables for a salad and literally almost dropped a butcher wife directly down on my See? foot. It landed point side See? in my wood floors, and, like, her jaw just dropped mm-hmm. staring at me, and I'm like, well, that could have been a real interesting trip to the ER. They never mean to. But they exist. 616-458-1057. If you uh want to hit me up with those kid injuries, I'd love some I'd love some misery today together. That would make me feel nice. Hey, take some pics of that those yeah. toes. Put them up on the internet. You can make some cash here, Schmidt. Uh, yeah, well, they won't be free. Good morning, Tio. It's Mac and Schmitty. Wednesdays. We just own it. Parent confessions. I feel like this is the second time in last uh, month or so that I've called out my wife for it something. Is. But I could not avoid this one. She knows I was going to talk about it. She's not feeling good about me talking about it. However, it has to be said. She forgot a kid, and it was not our own. <laughs> you guys are just making friends oh, I, with your school parents. It's so funny that you say that because this is my daughter's like best friend. We love this little girl. She is the sweetest girl and uh, love her family and they're in Girl Scouts together. And so there was, uh, Michelle was actually cooking dinner. I want to say she was busy doing something and was talking to the kids. And she got a text message from her mom group. And it was just a quick one like, hey, would you mind picking up Kate on your way to Girl Scouts tomorrow night? Sure, no problem. Well, she was busy doing things. And then a little bit later on, her college roommate, her best friend, one of our uh, bridesmaids from our wedding, hit her up and said, hey, I'm going to be in Grand Rapids tomorrow. Can we grab a drink? Sure. And in her head and all this stuff. So she asked me, she's like, hey, would you bring Charlotte? Uh, take her to Girl Scouts tonight. She's got to be there at six. It's cool. I'm taking the kids to a fundraiser at Culver's anyway. I'll just drop her off afterwards. She says, great. Missed the big part of that. Holy cow. Did oh my, my wife. Gosh. So uh, I get you know her to Girl Scouts. Actually, I left her with one of the other mom friends that are in there because they were at Culver's too. Me and my son are sitting at home when all of a sudden, my wife calls me. It's now 6.45. So Girl Scouts started 45 minutes before this. 
She left this girl sitting there, or thought she did at least. Gets a hold of the girl's mom. Thankfully, the girl's dad got home early and was able to get her there just a few minutes late. But literally, my wife had to tell another mom, I forgot your child. What were you doing? I was out drinking with a friend. (laughs) I mean, she could not feel worse, Schmidt. Yeah. But here's the good news. Neither one of you are going to get asked to do like any of these things Ever again. I brought her home from Girl Scouts. Ever I again. brought the friend. I think yeah. instead of that, yeah. it's like, no, we'll be your chauffeurs forever. We swear. We're no, more I, I responsible than this. I don't, I don't this. say anything. You're going to go with somebody else. <laughs> confessions. Movies, music, and all the gossip in one place. It's the Celebrity Scoop on Star 105.7. Okay, so it sounds like he's ready. Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey breaking his silence on his weekend with Taylor Swift. So here's the deal. Can, uh, Travis and his older brother Jason, who plays for the Eagles, have a podcast together called New Heights. And last night they dropped a teaser clip for today's episode. We've been avoiding this subject out of uh, respect for your personal life. Now we got to talk about it. Yeah, my personal life, that's not so personal. Yeah, well, <laughs> I did this to myself, Jason. I know this. Well, Trav, um, how's it feel that uh, Taylor Swift has finally put you on the map? <laughs> but that's all you got? I know you have to wait a little bit longer because the episode will drop at some point today. In fact, the brothers didn't even give it a specific time. I mean, I can't think that this relationship is at all serious. And the reason why is because there is no way Taylor Swift would want this much public around a relationship. That's the one thing that Taylor Swift keeps seemingly away while it's still in the moment. And it hasn't worked out yet. So maybe she's going with this fun open, let it fly kind of guy and is really we'll see, but uh, I do agree with some of my fellow co-workers that this might be the most listened to podcast in history. So at some point today, the New Heights podcast We'll see what Travis has to say about this relationship. Certainly, there will be no podcast that has ever had a higher ratio of female listeners for the very first time in history. Well, some of the mom podcasts are pretty funny. Britney Spears apparently not only poses a serious danger to herself, but her dogs as well. Fans are very concerned now. After that video that went up on Monday of Britney dancing around with those knives, which she later said were fake and just Halloween decorations. But at a couple points, you hear her clap them together and they clank. So fans are saying, no, those are absolutely real knives. And you can see her dogs running around below her. At one point, she almost drops a knife on one of them. And each time she clanks, they run away in fear. There's been a lot of conversation about this, including um, some fans saying, I'm concerned about her having dogs, let alone any animals with this video. Someone save these dogs. In fact, uh, Ventura County Animal Services said that they did see the video. It was brought to their attention. And while they don't feel the dogs were in a dangerous situation at that moment, uh, they are keeping an eye on things. I'm waiting for PETA to drop a statement in three, two, you know. I mean, I can see like it's a very concerning video and I don't even think about the dog part of things. Cardi B is living in a haunted house. Uh, This sounds absolutely terrifying, honestly. She went on Instagram Live and started talking about how she is absolutely certain her LA home is haunted. There's a ghost or a spirit in this house. And what I don't like about it is that the ghost be 
with me. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. And so here's the deal. Sorry, I I made sure. Hopefully the kids were already in school for that because obviously she is pretty scared and dropping a lot of language about it. But she points out that she's constantly hearing what sounds like a fly buzzing noise, yet she can never find the source of it. It only happens to her, she says, when boyfriend Offset is home or other family members, none of them are messed with. It's only her. She's gone to her security guards about this. She feels really, really uncomfortable, honestly. And this isn't the first report of a ghost inside Cardi's home. Back in 2021, when she first moved in, she was on live with fans and they thought that they saw some kind of ghostly figure behind her. And when the video got posted, it does look really sketchy. So Cardi's living in a haunted house. Good luck trying to unload that in Beverly Hills. I'm sorry, but that's the reality show we all need. Just I Cardi B see, walking like, around I in a haunted house. I want to see Poltergeist Cardi B right. version. Yeah, the yeah. Blair Witch Project. Like, get, can we get the no, camera in night that. vision? Can we get Cardi B I want Cardi it to be B like a fully vision? produced situation. Cardi <laughs> deserves that. All of your celeb scoop at WestMichiganStar.com. Battle of the Sex this time, and your shot to go have a blast and maybe get lost in a corn maze. That's the Apple Valley Corn Maze and Fun Farm in Sparta. Family friendly. They've got the bounce houses, the hay rides. Kids are going to dig this for a fall afternoon. You give us the number one answer, and you're on your way there. 100 men surveyed. Name a situation where you get crowned. You know what? It's not the top answer, but it should definitely be on the list. Anytime it's your birthday at Burger King. Anytime it's your birthday, oh, birthday that, that's that an OG. Yep. I went weird. I was like going to the dentist. I oh, automatically oh, think, well, I feel like I've just been you. surrounded by so many people getting crowns lately. What do you know about it, Miss Never Had a Cavity? I don't, I've never had a cavity. And oh, actually, so um, yeah, my mouth has the golden ratio, which we should talk about just sometime. Stop. All right, 616-458-1057. Caller 7, 100 men surveyed. Name a situation where you get crowned and you could be headed to the Apple Valley Corn Maze and Fun Farm. Good morning, Star. Who's this? Uh, this is Bree. Bree, where are you at this morning? Uh, Holland. All right, Bree. 100 guys were asked to name a situation in which someone might get crowned. What do you think that top answer is, Bree? Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah, homecoming. It's, you know, it's right around the corner, I think, for a lot of schools. And, you know, crowned homecoming king or queen. And I will tell you, you are so close, Bree. But that's actually the number four most common answer. Uh, all right. Thank I'm you. sorry. You're so on the right track, though. I'm sorry, Bree. Hi, Star. Who's this? Autumn. I'm sorry. What was your name? Uh, Autumn. Oh, Autumn. Well, it's, yeah, it's your season, Autumn, and hopefully it is your time to shine and win these tickets to get over to Apple Valley Corn Maze and Fun Farm. Uh, I just got a call from Bree, whose guest was so close, so close, Autumn, and that is actually your hint, Okay. Because honor guys were asked to name a situation in which someone might get crowned, and she said homecoming. You know, oh, like no. the homecoming dance, and that was like the number four answer, though, and she was oh so close, but it is not homecoming. So what do you think it is, Autumn? Prom? Oh, you are crowned. Prom king or queen. You know, my little brother was uh, was actually his prom king. Have you, uh, did you ever, were you ever king or queen, homecoming to prom, any of those things? I never was, no. How about at uh, Burger King? Were you, uh, did you ever wear one of those oh, crown yeah. helmets? Yeah. Oh, same, yeah. same, same thing. Just as good as being prom king, but it was the uh, prom that won you these tickets. That's the top answer. Congratulations.
congratulations. Apple Valley Court Maze and Fun Farm tickets. Go have a little autumn fun, Autumn. That doesn't sound so bad, right? Oh, yeah. That'll be good. It was meant to be. It was prom followed by Coronation, then Beauty Pageant. Yeah, that would have been a good guess, too. And then Homecoming, rounding out those top four answers. Well done, Autumn. And we'll do it again tomorrow. Another chance to win. Battle of the Sexes, 815 here on Star. Thank you. Sometimes I get a good feeling. Let's do this here to pick up your spirits a little bit. Every day it is feeling good on Star 105.7. This was a really incredible moment to witness firsthand. So earlier this week, I teamed up with Miranda from Wood TV 8, and we were doing some shoots at Big B Coffee because they have their big Be the One Walk and Run coming up on Sunday, October 8th in honor of mental health because October 10th is World Mental Health Day. So she was talking with some of the baristas, and we're on the corner right in front of the Monroe Center Big B when all of a sudden this woman walks by that Miranda happens to know from her church. Her name is Kayla. And as it turns out, Kayla's life was touched by suicide when she lost her husband. This is her talking with Miranda about this. Um, I think, you know, her big key was that there was... You don't die from suicide, you die by something else. Um, and I think realizing that and trying to understand uh, you know, what else was there is very important in the healing process. So she's talking about Vonnie Woodrick, the founder of I Understand, who is also out there with us. And she recently wrote a beautiful book that everyone should read called I Understand, Pain, Love, and Healing After Suicide. Vonnie happened to be out there on Monday with us. Wow. And this woman had no idea. She was just taking her kids to Art Prize. She walked up to Vani and she said, I actually just finished reading your book. I lost my husband almost a year ago. The anniversary is coming up in a couple weeks. I just want to let you know that you've completely changed my life with oh my that. Goodness. And I don't know how I would have gotten through this without you. This is Vani talking to Miranda after literally having to compose herself. She got so emotional over this random meeting. I lost my husband when my kids were 5, 12, and 15. And I felt very alone. And one of the reasons I started I Understand is because I don't want anybody to go through what I went through. And if they do, I want them to have love, compassion, understanding, and hope. Wow. It was just one of those planets aligning moments. Like Even after this, Miranda and I were both like, I cannot believe it would happen. We'd be downtown at the same time this woman would walk by and her and, and Vani hugged and cried and it was so beautiful. Um, and so I'll, I'll put the video up because it's really, it's worth watching and just some powerful, wonderful people in this community doing things that are shaping and changing lives every day. It's it's incredible to get to see that. What a kismet, fate, call it what you will, a spiritual moment. Of Miranda and I were coming together. up with all the words. We were just like, you know, what are the chances God intended for that moment yeah. to happen? It was pretty cool. That's unbelievable. Uh, Schmitty, this is so much more light, light than that. And this one spoke to me as a dad of an eight-year-old. I thought this was great. It was a letter that was received by Joel Barry, very threatening, from the government. Very official. You know how Ooh. that goes. Yeah, you don't want an official letter from the government threatening you with anything. This one, though, uh, looked a little off, being as that all the words were spelled phonetically, written in his son's eight-year-old handwriting. However, it simply said, Joel Barry, urgent mail, open immediately. Again, none of those words spelled like they actually spelled, but dear Joel Barry, for your kid, you must let them watch Iron Man tonight or you will die. Signed, the government. Well, 
You gotta, nice. You got to take threats from the government very seriously. Mm-hmm. So his follow-up tweet to that was just a picture of Robert Downey Jr.'s arms spread wide as he and his kids were watching Iron Man, simply tweeting, the government won this round. Whole thing went viral. It's got over 200,000 likes on it now. Because Smart kid. I was going to say, let's just say the eight-year-old in all of us is ready to watch those movies as soon as possible, especially with dad. Feeling Good comes at you twice a day. Always want to point out something cool, something sweet going on, or an incredible story like what Schmitty ran into mm-hmm. right out on the streets of Grand Rapids. We'll do it again for you tomorrow at 645 and 920 on Star 105.7. Mac and Schmitty in the morning. Weekday starting at 6 a.m. on Star 105.7.